All right, welcome back to another mini episode. The PPPs have finished and we're on to these mini episodes. This is number two of the five by five, five by five series where we asked five questions to five of our Yankee friends, get their answers. Last time we asked them if the Yankees win the World Series, it will be because of why. On today's episode, we asked them which player do you think is going to surprise us the most this season, good or bad? Now, I think everyone went the good route because that's way more fun. Yeah, I, I realized that midway through, like, none of the Yankees beat reporters are going to say, like, yeah, this guy sucks. <laughs> on, on a Yankees podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but I gave him that avenue. But, sure. but uh, yeah, I mean, it's spring training. You have to be optimistic. So that's the rules. All right, so let's go straight to it. First up. Brendan Cuddy. Which player will surprise us the most this season, good or bad? Does John Carlos Stanton having a huge year surprise anyone? I think it would surprise Ye- yes. half the fan base, yeah, at this point, because they're crazy. Well, they're just, I feel like everyone's so down on him. But, I mean, the, the, the ball the guy, the, the ball the guy hit a couple days ago, well, actually, it might have been, yeah, it was yesterday. Man, everything runs together in spring training. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the ball he hit yesterday that I think cleared the scoreboard, that's nuts. And he does it effortlessly. You know, it's real easy to see how, though last year he hit 38 home runs and everyone thought he was the worst, you know, you, it's, you could totally see him hitting 60 home runs. Why not? Uh, there you I, go. I think that, I, I, think he, I, think he, I think he can have a huge year. Year to being more used to everything, being more used to, you know, uh, fans getting on him and also kind of just shaking off that whole questioning about his stance. His, his first press conference, he said, you know, you guys can be hitting coaches all you want. This is what's going to work for me. You saw it work in 17. Didn't work so much in 18. Maybe it works this time in 19. Yeah. Cuddy, I, I was blown away. Like my, my biggest takeaway from this spring training was we when we were there, we were the there like the first week of spring training, and Giancarlo looks like an old guy practicing his golf swing in his office, and the ball goes four forty. It's insane. It's it's absolutely nuts. The, the physical capability is crazy. Now, I realize what a wimp I sound like by saying John Carlos Stanton, 2017 National League MVP, is going to be the most surprising and have a great year. Like, wow, really going out on a limb there, Cuddy. Well done. Next up, Matthew Stucco. All right, question number two. Which player is going to surprise us most, good or bad, this season? Ooh. Another great question. Oh, yeah. Really thinking about these. Kind of got one that I want to go out on the limb on. Okay, we're here for it. We I'll be more risky in in this. Actually, it's not even risky. Miguel Andujar. I think he okay. took way too much heat for his defense. This dude, awesome at the plate. He works hard. He's been working hard all winter long. And I think with all the talk about Machado and how people, quote-unquote, don't like his defensive play. I think that only added fuel to the fire. And when you do that to these professional athletes and they're aware of that, it just makes them work that much harder to silence their doubters. And I think Miguel Andujar is going to silence every single one of them this summer. 
I love what you said about Andujar. That's that's kind of what I, that's what I've been saying lately. Is that <laughs> that Andujar? Like all these guys spend so much time trying to make major league baseball, and the biggest question is, can you hit major league pitching? And he's shown that. And I loved your Machado point. And his off season was working on defense. So I I think I think you're right, man. I I think he's just gonna kill this year, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, this is a fun one. If it was you more ha- good, more good, <laughs> more good, more good, more good. If you, ha- oh, I love that. <laughs> Yo, for real t-shirt, sign the kid up. All right, I'll put it up. What was it? Uh, more good is more good, something like that. I'll, more I'll, I'll rewind and figure it out. But here's a fun <laughs> one. Next up, Joe's McFly. Which player is going to surprise us the most this season, good or bad? I think it's going to be Greg Bird, man. And I keep saying, I just think that he's going to end up being really healthy. And even I've been down on him. Like, you remember, I think we did the over and under thing. And I, I was super down on him. I don't even think he's going to make the team. And right now, him and Void are right there. And he just looks so calm. The way that he looks right now, he looks really calm. So if he stays healthy, I think he's he's going to be the guy that will surprise me even more than Gary Sanchez. And, it's, and Bird's a good answer because he doesn't have to do much to surprise half the fan base. Just has to play. Yeah. Like, just hit the ball the other way or something. That's all you got to do. That's what he's been doing all spring. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Next up, Brian Hoke. All right, we got question number two here. Which player will surprise us the most this season, good or bad? Ooh, which player will surprise the most? Uh, Troy Tulowitzki is going to be my answer for that one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tulo. I think that um, expectations are very low for him right now. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, obviously another guy who has not played in a year and a half, kind of like Ellsbury, but I think that Tulo is going to come up and, and do more than Yankee fans think he's going to. And I, I know that uh, there's been some people out there who want Tulo on the bench and they maybe put Glaber at short and have DJ LeMahieu at second, but. Um, and you know what? LeMahieu would have been a good choice for this, too. I, I could see him having some big hits and playing a big role for this. But I'm going to say Tulo does more than expected, uh, has some big hits, help him win some games. And um, they're going to have a tougher decision than expected when Didi comes back. I think a lot of people just think, all right, you know, you, you plug in Tulo for three months or whatever it is. And then as soon as Didi's back, you cut him loose and get rid of him. I think that it's going to be a little tougher than that. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible the the range of season that Troy Tulowitzki can have for us. He could he right. could be a huge factor of this team, or we could be in October going, oh my god, Troy <laughs> Troy played shortstop for a couple weeks. Uh, so yeah. I, I I like that. I like that, Brian. Thank you. Um, I don't feel great about well, that pick now that you just said that, but <laughs> um, I you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. My glass is going to be half full, and I'm going to say Troy Tulowitzki's got something in the tank. He's got something left to prove. He wants to he wants to mess up the Blue Jays as often as he can. So I, I think, uh, like I said, he'll help win some games and get some big hits. I like it. I, I like to. I'd like to see it. Last but not least, Coley Harvey. Which player will surprise us the most this season, good or bad? Ooh, that's a good one. Um. I, I don't want to like the first guy that pops in my head is one that I don't want to do just because, you know, it, this is kind of a, I don't know. It, it feels very easy. I'm going to say it anyway. Maybe if I could think of somebody else, I'll come with another <laughs> one, but, but, but I, I'm going with Aaron judge just because 
we all know what he can do, but I, I think that he is going to have a truly, I don't, I, dare I say historic season. I mean, I, I just really have this feeling that as long as he stays healthy, is able to play some semblance of a full 162, um, I think we're going to see Judge put up like just astronomical numbers this year. Um, and I don't say that lightly. I'm saying that, you know, again, it's spring training. Who knows what we're really seeing in these games? But the fact that Every single ball that he has reached base on has been an extra base hit this spring. <laughs> the fact that he is, you know, the, the one home run that he's pulled was an absolute bomb <laughs> to left field. The rest of them, the other five that he's hit have all been opposite field shots. Um, the fact that his no stride technique, which he actually told me he is, is something that he wants to see if he can utilize during the season. He says he's still wants to do the leg kick. Um, although I think that may be changing the fact that he's had such success with the no stride. He may try to keep that. Um, but the fact of the matter is the fact that he's looked so good doing that and looks so fluid doing that. I just, I just really see Aaron judge having a, having, you know, the kind of year where he hits 50 homers easily and no one bats an eye because it's like, okay, you know, that's what he was supposed to do. But I say, I say that's a surprise just because, you know, I, I think the numbers themselves will, 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 They'll, they'll turn some heads. You know, they, they they will be a little bit surprising. I guess if I were to pick another player uh, instead of that, because like I said, I feel like Judge is easy. Um, the player who's surprised the most, um, uh, man, that's a, this is a really good question. Brett Gardner. I'll go with Brett. Ooh, uh, I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Brett because, uh, you know, he, again, I, who knows what we're really seeing in spring training, but the way that he has been hitting the ball, impacting it, um, man, you know, I mean, he is sending some absolute missiles off his bat, not just, you know, the bombs that he's hitting. He's, he certainly has hit his share of home runs this spring, but he's hitting these, these hard line drives, um, consistently. And that's, of course, we didn't see, uh, especially there in August and September and down the stretch last year. Of course, he was also a little bit beat up. He was, you know, he had been used, uh, quite a bit. If the Yankees can keep him somewhat fresh. And I think, again, that's going to come down to whatever happens with the outfield, uh, if Aaron Hicks is actually able to stay on the field throughout the season once he returns, um, you know, I think that's going to impact how much Gardner plays, uh, how much you get, you know, what do you get out of Tyler Wade if he's playing in the outfield for you or Clint Frazier? That's going to impact Gardner as well. How much Stanton plays, that's going to impact Gardner. But if he's able to have a, a year where they can balance his time on and time off, I, I think he's going to have a surprisingly good year as well, uh, especially considering what he did on the back end of last season. And, uh, you know, a good year for Gardner is going to be a, a surprisingly good year for Gardner is going to be 20, 25 home runs, which I think is possible. I think a tw- maybe not 25, but I think a 20 homer season is possible for Gardner this year. And I think we'll, we might see the stolen bases tick up. I just get this feeling, even though the Yankees don't like to run, they've run a lot this spring. And I kind of get the feeling that they're going to test uh, test the waters with that throughout the year. And, uh, you know, if Gardner's getting on base, I think he's he's certainly that that prime candidate to get the second. Would you would you by chance have a Guardy story that maybe you can't put in an ESPN article? Because he's been cracking us up talking <laughs> junk to the big guys whenever he hits a home run. Dude, by chance, any anything good? Oh, man, I don't know if I don't have anything like like crazy like that. But I will say there was one day. Um, actually, I think it was the day that they that that he was the first one to say, oh, yeah, we're going to break the record that we set last year. And then, of course, we go over and say to Judge, hey, hey, Aaron, you know, Brett Gardner just said X, Y, Z. And he says, of course, we're going to crush that record. So I think it was that same day 
after all that was done, everybody was kind of leaving the clubhouse. I, I believe I was the last reporter to leave, and I was because I was talking with with a judge about something extra. And as I'm walking out, you know, Guardy Guardy comes up like, "Hey, you know, I'm in a talkative mood today. You want an, an interview? I'm on ESPN. You want an interview right now? We're, we're going to talk about this home run thing. I mean, he did it playfully. It was all it was all a joke, and uh, you know, it was just you know, he was kind of getting a ride out of uh, a rise out of at a judge as well." Um, that was the same day they were kind of going back and forth <laughs> in the, uh, in the clubhouse as Gardner was, you know, talking about how his, how his home runs were more impressive than judges. So anyway, um, you know, that's just, that's just really about it. I mean, he, he is, he has certainly brought that kind of firecracker energy to, uh, you know, to the, to the clubhouse. He's got, you know, he's got everybody loose. He's got the jokes going. Um, and he's just got that intensity that, that comes with playing this game for so long and, and being, uh, you know, such a, uh, you know, a well-respected and experienced person in the, in the clubhouse. Yeah. He seems to be uh, enjoying the spring training, training a lot. I bet because he's hitting home runs, it makes it a lot easier, but there was <laughs> yes. the other story that uh, the post had, I think where when they announced yeah. the home run derby was a million dollar prize, he was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing yeah. the derby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's another thing too. You know, I, I'm kind of surprised that, that Aaron judge would come out so soon and say, no, I'm not going to do it because I mean, a million dollars, man, that's it's, it's, it's more double than what you get paid right now. Yeah. And, and he so. could win it. He could win it just by showing up. Swinging the bat with one hand. He could win it. <laughs> yeah. you know? I actually think judges but, uh, comments are a little, interesting to see how his teammates react because all his comments are you know world series is the goal yes. and yeah. he's he he had one comment where he said flying cross country doing yeah. media playing the game doing the home run derby and then flying back that doesn't seem like a good way to help the team win and i was like shit yeah. he kind of making it so his teammates can't do it now if he's yeah. the leader oh i was like that's what i thought but because uh, like a guy like voight if he's having a bang up first half of the season and he can double his salary and experience it you would want him yeah. to go do it or any of the younger guys yeah oh and i definitely think i, I definitely think they would I, I don't know if they're necessarily reading into it that way I, I i definitely see what you're saying i could uh i could see it that see that being the case but i, I think the players actually are more like you know yeah, that's just a sign that, hey, Aaron just wants to win this thing. Yeah. He's not necessarily saying that we shouldn't do it, no. but he's saying he is so serious about not doing it that that he, he's so serious about winning a ring that he's not going to, A, try to get more money and B, <laughs> uh, 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 enter the contest. So I, I think it's just they look at that and say that's another way of of how he's respected in the clubhouse. I yeah, and he, he does always say, I did it once, I experienced it. So that's like the caveat. Exactly. Like, yeah, everyone should go do it once. There you have it. We had one, two, three, four, five, six different players named Jake. No one said the same player, which is kind yeah. of surprising. We had Cuddy said Stanton, uh, and he said just because he's going to surprise people because half the fan base is still so down on him for having, quote-unquote, a down year, third best year of his career ever. Stucco said Andujar, said his defense has uh, got ripped too hard, and he's been working hard. Joe's with Bird. That was funny. So you weren't on the Joe's uh, uh, call when Joe said bird. I said he could surprise half the fan base at such a minimum level of productivity. Oh, like if, if we got 240 and 12 homers out of bird in half a season, people people would be blown away. <laughs> yeah. So that was like it kind of makes sense if bird 
makes the rock bird making the roster out of opening day is going to surprise people that haven't been paying attention to spring. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're, if you've been half in half out, I mean, even if you, you haven't been, even, even if you're just like a stats person and you go to Greg bird's page, what are you supposed to think? You know? Yeah. So it's actually a decent answer. Hoke with the too low. Everyone's high on him. Another, he doesn't have to do much to surprise us. Stay healthy and produce at an average level. It's going to be interesting with Tulo because he's going to have – he's not going to have a lot of leash. Like, even if he does good, people will be stoked. But if he starts getting – if he has a bad week, people will be like, just keep Glaber and the kids out there. Why are we running them out? Yeah. It, yes. If Yes. He's going to have a short, short leash with a fan base. Yeah. Although, Hoke said he really wants to stick it to the Blue Jays. I can see Yankees fans eating up his angsty energy in the stadium. Like I ate it up in spring training when he spring training, when he hit that home run. So I can see if he does come out like full blast, I can see the stadium be like, Oh shit, let's fucking go. Yeah. And that, that Fremont side's no joke in it. You, you could say that with last year's team. I CC is a fiery guy and you kind of see that come through the team when he pitches, but we didn't have a field player. That's really juiced up. Paul O'Neill, CC, that kind of thing. I'm trying to think now. And like Headley was somewhat that guy. Everyone, Headley was kind of that guy. Gardner. Yeah, Gardner's in the field, but he was dealing with his own troubles last year. Right. You can't be that guy if you're not playing that well. If, if you have if you have to play well. If Tulo's playing well and John from shortstop at the pitcher at everyone, like in a angry but positive reinforcement way, like, come on, let's fucking go, let's go, go. You know what I mean? Like it may right. play it may play. Yeah. He's got to perform, though. So Sure. And then Coley with, man, I you know what it is? I was going to say one of my favorite answers, but I said that about the if we win the World Series, I like the judge answer because I didn't see it coming. Coley saying judge is going to surprise us the most is kind of a deep answer because, like, it shouldn't surprise us if judge has an amazing season because that's what he's expected to do. But any baseball player that hits near 50 home runs – it's surprising. It's like, oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, and I I got into a a friendly debate with one of our Red Sox fans because I was like, you know, the Red Sox are going to be due for some natural regression. That's just how it works. And he's like, actually, not really, man. A, a, a lot of these guys, blah, blah blah. And it's like, well, dude, like Mookie Betts is great, but if you think Mookie Betts is going to hit three forty six with a one oh seven eight OBP again, like. Seasons like that don't happen. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I tweeted out only, I think only six different players have had a war of 10 plus in the past 30 years. And the only guy to do it back to back years was Barry Bonds. So like Mookie Betts is due for regression. That doesn't mean I think he's going to play poorly, but he could have an eight war this year, which is an amazing season, and still not be what he was last year. And I think you could kind of say that with Aaron Judge. Like, Aaron Judge could do an incredible, incredible things this year. Yeah, and that would be, and then Brett Gardner, I like that answer because it's not hard for Gardner to be the 2017 Gardner. Wasn't that far away? We saw it last year was a down year, and it's this age old question: Was it age or was it a down year? Is he declining? Or was it just a down year? And they keep hitting towards that he was kind of banged up last year. So run down, I, I, I think is the term they say. Just like 
general like just beat up. I mean, and yeah, it's baseball, man. You can you can have a bad year, things cannot go your way and I mean, the 3 years before that, Brett Gardner was 262, 348, um and it was just kind of like clockwork. So if if that Brett Gardner's back, that could be huge, especially with Hicks's lingering stuff. I mean, think if Gardy gets hurt right now, Tyler Wade's our everyday center fielder. Yeah, so who do you have as your most who's going to surprise us the most? My surprise us the most, and I think I I'm I'm swinging for it, Jim. I'm swinging for it. Um cuz I think there's a lot of guys that that we're going to see a lot of good from them. I actually do love the Brett Gardner answer cuz there's a ton of people that have written him off. Jim I'm going with Do we do drum rolls? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh I am going with Domingo on a Sunday, Herman. Whoa. So we've seen what happens with pitching and I the ex-fippers listening right now are like, "Oh my goodness, Jake likes Herman?" I really do. The I I'll say this. You know, XFIP is what it is. It's a it's a nice little stat there. You know what does impress me? Strikeouts. <laughs> and Domingo Herman, A, this spring training has looked great, Jim. D- Domingo Herman stats this spring, 12 innings, 1-5-4 ERA, 18 strikeouts in 11.2 innings. And he has a BABIP of 400, so he's giving up more hits than he normally would. Um, now I am an XFIPper. I, here's what I'll say. What what did we see Domingo struggle with last year? Nobody denies he's filthy. When yeah. runners got on base, he was shook, right? Yeah, and his pitch sequencing sucks. Sequencing was bad. When runners got on base, it was tough. And the, the, other, the critique from him from an actual throwing standpoint was that his, his, his windup was kind of wild. He's got, all, he's got gangly limbs. He kind of twirled it up there, and the ball did dirty stuff. This spring training, he looks in control. I think this guy's going to get the innings. I mean, he started 14 games for us last year, and he had 102 strikeouts in 85.2 innings. So I know the ex-fippers are shocked right now. I just think all of those boxes can be checked off. P- pitch sequence kind of comes with experience. His windup looks more in control now. And runners on base, like I've said this before, if you have a target thing to target during the offseason, you can work on that. And I think for him, it was probably working out of the stretch and tightening up that windup. So I believe in Domingo. His his stuff is filthy. All right. Filthy. And I've got – but before I pass it to you, I want to compliment one of the other answers. Who who said Giancarlo? Cuddy. So I know I've, I've been pushing this Giancarlo A-Rod narrative and The Rock a little bit. Um, A-Rod, second season in New York, MVP. So you can make some parallels there. Jimmy, James, John Boy. Who's going to surprise us this year? Well, everyone knows my bias already. Sure. I I wear it as a billboard on my forehead. Right. So I'm not going to shy away from my bias. You would say, oh, you're just a Gary Stan. Check. Yeah. Correct. Gary's going to survive a surprise us on the defensive side of the ball. Ooh, I love that. He is going to tighten it up. Is he going to be the best defensive catcher? Yeah. No. 
Dude, what if uh, I, Big Baby David did that article where there's no AL catchers? Yeah. What if there's just this world where there's essentially no other – Gary plays 140 games, and there's essentially no other catchers that play, like, over a buck ten. Like, can that world exist? <laughs> well, the rest of the AL catchers are pretty weak. But I'm saying Gary tightens up the blocking, just improve, like, marginally, like 50% better, and now he's a good defensive catcher. Because we already know, per statistics, he saves more runs with his arm than he allows with his bad glove. That's a fact, per stats. Runners I, don't steal on him. So just because his percentage of throwing runners out might not be great, you have to account for how many runners don't run because Gary has a good arm. He saves more run with his arm than he allows with his pass balls because pass balls are a minute part of the game. But he's terrible at blocking pitches. He has been terrible at blocking pitches. So I think he's going to surprise us with better defense. And I think the haters, of which there are many, are going to be you know scurrying the beach with their like uh, metal detectors just searching, searching grains of sand for negative nuggets that they can throw Gary's way. I, I like that a lot, Jim. I, I have a Gary dream that I fell upon the other day. All right, real quick, then we got to end this one. And it's, in a, it's either in a playoff game or maybe coming against the Sox again down the stretch. But Gary has, like, Gary has his inning where he shows people. Like, he throws out two base runners in an inning. Like, he pegs Mookie and Benintendi or something. Or against Houston in a playoff game. Like, he pegs Bregman and Altuve or something like that. I, I want that for Gary. Okay, so the opposite like of that? his the opposite of his inning last year with Savvy, where it was a fucking mess. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Perfect. I like that. A lot of answers. Hey, hit us up on Twitter at JohnBoy underscore at Talking Jake. Let us know who you think is going to surprise us most this season. We'll be back tomorrow with another one of these mini episodes with our five guests. Jake, what's it called? Five by five, presented by JohnBoy Media. Yeah, go to johnboymedia.com. We've been writing articles. It's uh, fun stuff. See ya.